on today's episode of drunk dudes talking wrestling it's just joe and i and we've got retro beer ratings from royal rumble 2001 first pay-per-view from the year of 2001 and i've i've got a take for it and i'll say it right now but we can discuss it later joe if you'd like i think this was the best retro pay-per-view we have seen to date and I know it's mm-hmm. going to get destroyed in two pay-per-views when we watch WrestleMania 17. I don't know, maybe not destroyed, but like I like WrestleMania 17 better than it. So I know it's not going to be my favorite retro for very long, but very good show. Uh, I'm I'm excited to talk about it. And then we've got the weekly recap. Um, we won't have Chad's three best things from NXT because uh, Chad's not here. He's got... Is he at that place or has he's got car troubles or he's got car troubles. He uh, has one of my cars right now. What a nerd. <laughs> but Chad, I mean, he's going to have to be here next week because I'm not going to be here next week. So hopefully he's back next week. Hopefully his car's fixed. Um, So, yeah, weekly recap plus Royal Rumble 2001. That's the show today. As always, you can follow us on social media at DDT WrestlePod. Joe, you ready to go? Yep. Oh, let's go. Welcome into episode 120 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I'm Dylan. I'm joined by Joe. And I still don't have a microphone because my microphone and my headphones, uh, neither of those was the thing that was messed up. It is apparently this adapter that is USB-C to USB. It also has a bunch of other ports on it. And every time I plug in my microphone, I just hear transformer sounds and joe can't hear me and i can't hear him and it's an absolute nightmare so next time i'm on the show which will be two weeks from now uh hopefully that'll be fixed otherwise otherwise i think i might nope i'm not gonna say it that's insensitive i might what might i do i don't know what you were going to say i might lose a bunch of weight oh fuck yeah. Hopefully the mic doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into the news. Um, so where do you want to start? Because there's a lot, there's a lot of things that happened this week. Um, I think the two things that happened about a week ago or earlier this week, like the things that are less recent, I know less about. That being the riddle thing and the Endeavor deal. Uh, just because I choose not to read that stuff. Um, yeah. 
What do you I mean, didn't we talk? With? Did we? No, we didn't talk about Riddle last week. That was over the weekend. Let's yeah. start with Riddle being quote unquote sexually assaulted. <laughs> I wish Chad was here for this conversation. I really do too. You need to make a note to remember to talk about it next week and get his take. Yeah. Because I'm excited yes. to hear about that. But yeah, because so obviously in the past, Matt Riddle's been accused of sexual assault. Um, and that got breezed over. Uh, he also got suspended a couple months ago and had to go to rehab for cocaine, allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Uh, uh, and then apparently got belligerently drunk on an airplane, pulled up to JFK, uh, got talked to by, uh, not Border Patrol, but like... <laughs> Some rent-a-cop, like, probably. Uh, like, what? what's... Uh, Fucking Homeland Security. I think it's Homeland Security. Okay. Um, and then he made an Instagram post of a picture he took of one of the Homeland Security agents or police officers or whatever the fuck it is, uh, accusing him of sexually assaulting him. I, I, the thing I saw, so when I saw this first come out, I was like, I saw a bunch of comments being like, there's eventually going to be some body cam footage that comes out of this and i'm all in to see that i i cannot wait I, not that i want to see somebody get sexually assaulted if it is true but I, it's, it's, because, it's because i'm under the the assumption that it's not true and he was probably being drunk and belligerent and it's just completely false and i just want to make fun of him and uh i'm you know i've always been on the side of riddle is not a good person but i haven't hated him as far as in the ring like Chad does because he's a bad person. But I think I might just do that now because fuck him. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't really know what else to say about it other than, no, I don't think we have to, I don't think we have to say much more than that. Yeah. It's going to be one of those things like, um, that we always say like, we'll just wait for more of the stuff to come out and then we forget about it. That's probably what'll happen. Let's be honest. Yeah. Luckily, luckily Sean Ross Sapp doesn't forget. That's to remind us. It's very true. That's what <laughs> need him to remind us when it happens. I'll have to listen to his weekly thing. He does like a weekly news drop that uh, on Wednesdays that where like people just ask him a boatload of questions. I'll have to listen to that. Okay, that's um, fair. And just wait for. I haven't been listening to a lot of fightful stuff lately, but I'll list. I'll start listening to that again just to make sure I'm up on the news whenever whenever this comes back out because i'm excited to hear about it because i'm hoping that it's a lie um let's do quick hitters before we get to endeavor uh okay the royal rumble is officially in tampa january 27th 2024 yeah everyone says tampa i think it's technically saint pete because it's it's, yeah it's it's where it's where the rays play oh is it tropicana it's not going to be at raymond james no, it's not at Raymond James. I'm pretty sure it's at Tropicana. Okay. And I think the Raw after or the SmackDown before will probably be at Amelie Arena, which is where the where the Lightning plays. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, which is, I think, actually is in Tampa and Tropicana Field. The Tampa Bay Rays play there, but it's technically in St. Pete. Either way, are you gonna go? Yeah, nah. It's like if it was around Christmas, probably. But 
It not is not. It's yeah. about a month after Christmas. So essentially the same exact reason that you're not going to go to WrestleMania, like not enough time. Off. It... <laughs> exactly. It, it, yeah. I, I figured the answer was no, but I had to ask because it's in Tampa and breeze from there. So um, let's see the other hmm, all in turnstile count, Joe. What, what was it was around 81 something 81 700 ish was what they announced it was low 81 it was like 81 59 or something it was it was low 81 i remember i don't Uh, know well i I guess we can look at a fucking will osprey's tattoo and find out oh yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's a that's a rough tattoo to 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 have now um but yeah so the turnstile count so 81,000 whatever was the quote unquote paid attendance. And now they have the turnstile count that came out, which is little number of people that went through the turnstiles. 72,265. That's uh, about 9,000 left less. Which... And it makes it a very big show. <laughs> but not. Not the biggest of all time. Not the biggest of all time. That's What do you uh... think about that? You think they let a bunch of people in that that bypass the turnstiles? I highly doubt it. I I don't know. So, uh, my thoughts on All In. Great show, big show, Joe. Great, biggest show in AEW history. Yeah, not the biggest show in wrestling history though. Um, AEW. I don't know if you saw the ticket count for Dynamite this week. It was, it was about seventy one thousand less than the turnstile count. Yeah, it was like there was like fifteen hundred people there at Dynamite this week, which is horrendous. Yeah, that's um, like an impact show. I think it's a little bit more than that. I think they they probably play in the equivalent to like a gymnasium, but um, it's not looking good at all. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I I. I personally, I think they just need to stop going to the same city over and over. And I think they would do better. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. Like, so, so let me tell you my, we'll get a little more into, uh, into it when we talk about raw, but my strategy that I've used the past two years is I don't buy tickets to Raw or Dynamite or SmackDown whenever they come through until the night of the show on a ticket reclaim or like a resale website. Uh, for all the people that scalp tickets, like the really good tickets yeah. that didn't sell those really good tickets, uh, I do that and I get it for cheaper than the face value of the ticket. Ooh. And it's worked out really well in the past. I got really scared about Monday. Oh, really? Because WWE is fucking crushing it right now. Yeah. Like, and and I, I think that's obvious. Like, uh, like their, their shows have been well sold. Uh, the shows have been palatable, watchable. Um, and I think they're on fire with, yeah. I mean, I, I think Cody's a big part of that. I think that Roman's a big part of that, but their shows have been selling well. And that's why I got worried Uh, because I was looking and, you know, 
not terrible seats, but but like pretty good seats. Oh, you guys had good seats, yeah. We had great seats, but like they were they were like other seats that were comparable. We were still going for like one thirty on the resale sites at like two o'clock in the afternoon, and we ended up buying those tickets for like eighty bucks, seventy nine bucks, I think, okay. uh, before the processing fees and stuff. We ended up paying like seventy nine bucks before the fees uh, for great seats. Like we were in the second row, and of the of the uh, the out the inner bowl or the outer bowl, inner bowl, inner bowl, uh, and we basically like the only people we had in our line of sight since we were in the corner. The only people we had in our line of sight was the row right in front of us. We were diagonally across from the uh, the time time box time timekeeper area timekeeper area where, where you know samantha was too so we had a really good view of that and then the, the ring was right there we had great seats the only thing about those seats is like you won't get on tv which is like not a huge deal yeah not a huge deal at all um because we enjoyed the show we had great seats and uh i i don't i don't know if i paid like face value or less than face value or what but we like I was very happy with with what we got. Yeah. For me, uh Kevin, who you met a few weekends ago when you came up here, he has a buddy who works at Capital One Arena in DC. So anytime WWE comes into town, he emails Kevin and he gets like super cheap on any seat. So and it's like there's no like fees or anything. It's yeah. it's just like you pay this for the ticket. So like lower bowl like across from the hard cam is like and like almost front like basically wherever you want to go it's like 80 bucks nice yeah so like i'm gonna keep trying to do that whenever i can there's a show in november uh in dc at for raw but i don't think i'm gonna go to that one but um in the future though i will like that's when we went to smackdown last or no earlier this year that was uh they were like 105 dollars for like 10th row floor or no sixth row floor seats behind cole and barrett is that would you rather sit where i sat than the floor though like because i i the the floor i feel like you have to be rows one through three i'm where the people I'm, are going to be standing up in front of you i'm done sitting on the floor yeah, unless, unless you can get green shirt guys. Unless I, can, unless I can get good prices for a pay-per-view. I'm never sitting on the floor again for a weekly TV show. Okay. I, because they talk on the mic a lot during TV. So and you can't you can't hear them on the floor. Yeah. So like it, because of the way that the arenas echo. So I would yeah. anytime I go to TV anymore, I want to go lower bowl as close as I can. And then if I ever get pay-per-view seats that are super close on the floor i would probably go after it basically like it would I, to, I it would have to be a pay-per-view that's in dc at capital one yeah i so i got really good a really good deal when i saw money in the bank and i sat on the floor but you know i still couldn't see what was go like stuff going on outside of the ring yeah i couldn't see for shit yeah like the the, the hell in a cell match that was there like that was during that pay-per-view. I couldn't see for shit, like through the cage. Green shirt guy has it made. 
I don't know what he does, but I'm sure he won the lottery. Does something. I'm pretty sure of that. I'm pretty sure he doesn't work and he won the lottery. But I think all in all, the uh, the lesson is, you know, WWE is the place to go uh, right now, which speaking Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't say no to an AEW show. I just... <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of WWE being a place to go, Jade Cargill. Ooh, yeah, good point. That, that was a good... headed to WWE. Even though she yeah. just came back uh, this week. Last week or something. Yeah, on... Uh, was it this week on Collision or last week on Dynamite? It's 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 in my notes, I think. But um, yeah, she's back and she's allegedly saying that for legal purposes, leaving soon and could possibly be heading to WWE, which I think is a better fit for her. She is WWE. I think so, too. She's WWE material. She'll be great. She is the, who they should have signed instead of uh, who you got the pleasure of seeing at the end of Monday night. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> uh all right um the only other stuff i have is the endeavor deal and the pwi 500 so let's do endeavor deal um my note for this is the the deal is done and and then i said ding dong the witch is dead uh essentially mcmahon vince mcmahon has way less power than he did before he still has some voting rights on the board but he's the executive uh something he's got he still has power, but he doesn't have greater than 50% power. And he can just be voted. He, yeah. Off. He can just be voted off the board now. I heard with his position, though, he, like, if he doesn't get voted off the board, he even has some say in what goes on in UFC. That's what I read today. I think SRS said it. I think the coolest thing that came out of this was um, WWE and UFC can now basically um, book like when they do events, they can book shows in the same city on the same weekend and like do it as like a package deal for tickets or paper yeah. or pay-per-view pricing or whatever. Um, yeah. Just ho- hopefully UFC is on the Sunday and not WWE. Oh, shit. I fucking UFC's hate always on Saturday, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Fuck. Yeah. I don't like that. I like my WWE Saturday pay-per-views. Nick Khan has said that he loves the Saturday pay-per-view, so hopefully he, they keep that around. Yeah. I mean, I, I there's definitely a lot of crossover between wrestling and UFC fans, but I don't think it's enough to where it really affects like pay-per-view buy rates or anything like that when UFC is on the same weekend as WWE. Yeah. I mean, obviously, no one buys WWE pay per views right yeah, now. So. I think maybe, I think maybe they would do it in like a SmackDown and then UFC Fight Night or UFC pay per view in the same arena. On, I like, might watch UFC pay per views more if they go to Peacock. <laughs> I highly doubt that'll happen. I'm not paying ninety dollars for a UFC pay per view though. Ninety dollars now? They used to be seventy. Some of them are like ninety. That's insane. Um, if WWE goes to that, I fucking quit. I like. You'll need to find a new podcast host. If <laughs> if within the next year, if if and when both of these things happen, AEW doesn't go to Max or some sort of streaming platform so that I can just pay a monthly fee for that, especially because they're coming out with prob- what is probably monthly pay-per-views. If they don't go to a streaming service uh, and, and WWE starts and WWE comes off of Peacock, 
which probably won't happen because they have a huge contract with them for at least another couple of years. But if that eventually happens where AEW is st- like, I still have to pay 50 bucks for a pay-per-view and WWE, I have to pay what I pay for a UFC pay-per-view say goodbye to this show. Yeah. Big four. I, I think I'll just stop being a wrestling fan. I think so too. I might watch WrestleMania. Yeah. And the rumble and the rumble rumble is my favorite. That's pretty much it. I think that's all I would do. Quite honestly, I might money I might, in the bank. Eh, eh, eh. Maybe, maybe. I, we definitely, I definitely wouldn't do the fucking like tallies for the drinking game because, like, if I were to watch any pay per view, it it would be at like a Hooters or a Buffalo Wild Wings or something. Yeah, and I'll tell like you, like UFC, what, like you watch UFC. I definitely wouldn't be ordering a show like Payback, even though it was really good. Yeah. That would be the biggest mistake that they could make, I think. I think so, too. I think there'd be a lot of people out on that. Uh, All right. Last thing, PWI 500 came out today. Um, My initial take, I haven't really reviewed it a whole lot. But saying that and not having reviewed it a ton, I had this take initially just off the bat, off the cuff. I think this might be the first PWI 500 that I haven't had a huge problem with. I think every I, I didn't I didn't know the whole 500 came out. I thought it was just the top 10. No, I got the whole 500 here in front of me. I think oh, every cool. year every year either the top 10 or somebody in the top 50 there's like somebody that's like, dude, why is that guy ahead of that guy? I think my biggest problem right now is Osprey at 17, which I don't, it, it, you know, the PWI 500 is based a lot off of win, loss, and percentage. Um, championships won, feuds, stuff like that. So maybe Osprey didn't have a huge year. I don't know. Well, he was injured for some of it. That would also make sense. Um, um, the top 10. I would not put Claudio in front of Brian or Will. Also, Bobby Lashley was missing for a large portion of the year, so that's weird. Where is he? Bobby Lashley is 19. 19, Two behind Will Ospreay and in front of Sami Zayn. Yeah. But I really like the the top 10. The Shield is the top three. Rollins, Reigns, Moxley, which I I think you could put them in as the top three for the last at least five years and probably for the next five to who knows, even 10 years, who knows, but yeah, those three Gunther, Elijo David Kingo, which he does a lot on triple a triple a. So we don't really see it. So you kind of just have to take it for, you have kind of have to take them for their word. And then MJF. Yes. Okada, duh. Orange Cassidy in the top 10, I think is well-deserved. That's that's well-deserved. Yeah. Uh, Josh Alexander, another thing, like kind of just got to take them for their word on that one. And then Cody Rhodes rounds out the top 10. Yep. Like it's not super stacked with WWE. There's a very good mix of people in the top 10. Uh, who's in, who's in WWE Rollins, Reigns, Gunther and Cody. There's four out of 10 in the WWE. And then you've got Mox, MJF and Cassidy and AEW. And then the rest are. Triple A, New Japan, and I think Josh Alexander's impact. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. But really, 
Axiom is all the way down at 210, and I think he's been really entertaining. And uh, EC3 is in front of him. (laughs) Wait, who? Axiom is all the way down at 210, right behind EC3. Yeah, whatever. Wait. He's on XT. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I saw Stu Grace, and I was like, wait. Isn't that... I I thought it was Stu Bennett, who is... uh, a commentator oh. on SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> Technically is his name. Yeah. Timothy Thatcher. All right. Um, that was a very long news segment, uh, mostly about talking tickets. Um, oh, uh, Fox may not be renewing their deal with SmackDown and Amazon and Disney are the biggest uh, competitors for it right now, apparently. Oh, that fuck that. Wait, Chad Gable at 338. No. He just came on in the last month. That kind of makes sense. Who came in on the last month? Chad Gable. I mean, at 300-something, yeah, that's kind of a bullshit, but like... Chad Chad Gable's been other delivering... Than last, other for... than the last month, what has he really done? He, what has he been involved I, in that matter? Like Alpha Cat- Cat- He's been Like, he's been on TV, I'd say, 75% of the year, which is way better than someone like EC3, like... Yeah, obviously, you don't watch those shows. Yeah, because I don't watch gymnasium shows except the, the one that that happens right here. Yeah, I, think I guess makes- EC three. He's the new NWA champ, isn't he? Here's here's what I'll say about Chad Gable. Wait until next year's PWI yeah. will be up there. That's All fair. Right. Let's get into the retro beer ratings. Finally, we got Royal Rumble two thousand one. Joe, do you have signs? I've got a few signs. I've got a couple. I've got eight. Uh, let's see. I got one, two, three, four. I think I have a fifth one somewhere on this page. Why don't you go ahead and go first? All right. Uh, I'm going to start with my the first one I saw. And the first one that I thought was very funny. It just said in big, bold letters, slut. <laughs> yeah, I had slut. Um, I'm going to go with my favorite one of the night that was I saw during the Royal Rumble. And it said, my crap is bigger than Taz. Damn, that was one of mine. He shouldn't reminded me. Mine. It reminded me of the South Park episode where they measure the poops in uh, Katie Kirk's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. Next one I had was during the actual Rumble match, like my crap is bigger than Teth. Um, but it said Raven needs a bath, and I can't help but agree. Raven does. Raven probably does need a bath. Um, yeah, and I'm not sure if they were talking about my dog who wasn't born until 2018, or if they were talking about the wrestler. Um, uh, I would say Jerry. Either out. way. Jury's still out either, on that, and there's no way of knowing. Either way, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I'll go with the very first sign I saw, which was in the big the 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 pan that they do uh during the like the initial pyro of the show. <laughs> I, I'm not entirely sure I'm allowed to say this, but it said American it's a is an undertaker thing where they said American coon ass. I don't even know what that means. I don't either. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say it because I don't know what it means. But I thought it was. Yeah. Um, I'll go with my yard, my foot, 
your ass. Ooh. Which uh, was a sign I saw during American Badass's entrance. He's the big dog in the yard. Yeah. He's, it's his yard uh, now. He said that again, this pay-per-view. Yep. During the... Yeah, he did. Uh, all right. Uh, I will go with a sign I saw during the first match, which I thought was just really funny because the Dudleys were out there, which we'll get to here soon. But it was a sign that somebody held up and it was like, you are so totally going through a table. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Um, all right. I'll go with my first, my last real sign, which said, which was a little, like a little dot drawn. And then there was an arrow pointed at the dot. And then it says angles, actual brain size. Boom. <laughs> roasted. Dude. Got his ass. <laughs> And it's pussy too. Um, all right. My I have four more that I haven't said. So I five more. Holy shit. All right. Um, I'll just rifle through them here. Uh Becky is a whore. Not fair. Not fair to say about our champ. Yeah, we'll get to that. That's the only <laughs> I mean, thing. Chad Chad champ. Yeah. Um somebody farted was a sign. You've seen that before. Uh, another one said, how about breaking my walls down, Jericho? So that was right next to the sign that said slut. Um, there's a rumble in my pants. And then there was another one that just said, hi, Butch. She's hot. <laughs> That's all it said. <laughs> Didn't really make sense, but I thought it was funny. Um, So we start the night off. And as I said in the intro, I think this is the best yeah, I think this is the best uh, retro we've watched to date. Uh, it, I thought every match was good except for the women's match, and we'll get to the reason why that was. Uh, but the first match was for the tag team titles. It was the Dudley Boys versus Edge and Christian. Um, I don't have any quotes for this, Joe. What What do you got for this? The only thing I had is that I like that I knew somebody had a concussion. So I wrote Devon has a concussion and then I crossed it out because I heard them saying Bubba has a concussion. And then I realized that they both had concussions during this match. <laughs> yeah. So they said they, they uh, recapped like the lead up to this match, which was on the raw before this pay-per-view uh, both of the Dudleys got a double concerto. Uh, yeah. That was like, but then they came out and wrestled like what we see the concerto nowadays and people are out for like months. So yeah. that's kind of impressive. Also just like WWF, not caring about quote unquote concussions. And they just send them out there that weekend. Um, the other thing they that probably I didn't care about that until after Benoit. Oh, well, maybe um, <laughs> not the, not Benoit's match tonight, but Benoit's uh, final match. Yeah. Some things. Uh, Ugh, other, other, here. The other thing from the pre-match video package uh, that I noticed was that Edge and Christian had stood tall over the Dudleys twice, once on Raw, once on SmackDown in the week leading up to the Rumble. So I was like, the Dudleys are a lock to win. Yeah. And they did. It was really good. It was fun. Uh, the only the only other thing I had was that uh, Jerry Lawler said that JR was... Uh, Jealous of Edge and Christian because they have hair. That was pretty, really the only thing. Um, but yeah, the Dudleys won. And 
They got two beers. Yep, two beers. It was a really good match, really good tag match, though. Yeah, it was fun. Um, don't really have much more to say about it. Uh, uh, but you know, actually, I had one more thing. I don't know if you noticed this, but at the end of this match, Jr. was you know talking about the end of the match, um, and he was just sounding. He made it seem like the the Dudley Boys had just won the main event of WrestleMania. That's how excited he was. Yeah. He was just absurd here. I mean, I appreciate the enthusiasm, but I mean, it's the opening match for the tag team championships on at the Royal Rumble. Probably your second biggest show of the year. So that's, you know, but, but still, like, there are main event matches that JR has given a thousand less. times less enthusiasm for. And it's just like, yeah, it's true. But also, this is prime JR. So who knows? Uh, all right, we get into the next match. This match was really good, really good. Intercontinental, yeah. Champion. Uh, so, so we've agreed that it's okay to like these matches, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Nobody knew anything at this point. Probably not even him. Yeah. Uh, but ladder match, Intercontinental Championship, Chris Benoit versus Chris Jericho. Uh, I think Benoit came in as the champion. He was the IC champ at the beginning of this. Um, what do you have for this? I do have a quote if you don't have one. Uh, I I feel like I heard a quote that I wanted to write down, but I didn't get it good enough, so I just didn't write it down. But I do have a note uh, from myself that said... there. So there was, there was a spot during this match where Jericho was like up on the, up on the ring ropes and... Uh, Chris Benoit was in the ring with the ladder and he was trying to hit Jericho with it. And somehow like Jericho got to the outside and turned the, the ring post into a fulcrum and like uppercut Chris Benoit with the ladder. And I wrote a note that said Jericho uppercutting Benoit with the ladder is why he did what he did. And then there was another, (laughs) what? I said, Ooh, hot take. Yeah, and then there was another spot like in the match where you know he he dove to the outside and and Chris Jericho wasn't there to catch him and he just, like hit his head on the outside like on the floor and I was like actually this whole matches <laughs> dude no there was a spot um Jer- Jericho's on the outside and Benoit goes for a suicide dive and yeah, Jericho, Jericho just winds up and fucking whacks him in the face with a chair. Oh, that's probably the one I was As talking about, actually. In the air for the suicide. It was, I mean, it wasn't unprotected. He did get his hands up, but my God, that spot yeah. was disgusting. No, I'm, I mean, there were just a ton of spots in this match. I mean, aside from, like, I, I mean, I, this is just one of the many great Benoit matches uh, where he does shit like this. But this match, it was, like, very apparent to me that he just did not give a shit about his brain. Yeah. Well, the other spot was uh, they had the ladder over in the corner at one spot and Jericho's down on the on the mat and Benoit just does the diving headbutt off of like the tippy top of the ladder. Yeah. And he he misses Jericho completely. And and I just wrote CTE. Yeah. So you were thinking the same thing during this match that I was thinking. Pretty much. It's at a different spot, but yes. 
Um, so my quote for this has nothing to do with the match, but it was like, you know how like during the match, the commentators are always like, we're live in over this many countries. Yada, yada, like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, JR, I remember this. JR goes, we're live in 70, in over 70 countries. And, and King was like, I didn't even know there were 70 countries on earth. <laughs> He's like East Memphis, West Memphis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just thought there was East Memphis, West Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was pretty funny. Um, I think this is the first walls of Jericho first. And I, I think we've got more since then, but walls of Jericho spot on top of a ladder where like the, the yeah. ladder is used almost as a, um, as like that, that breaking point on someone's back. Yeah. So that was pretty disgusting. Um, but yeah, I, all in all, it was a really good match. Uh, Jericho wins, takes the title, takes the intercontinental championship from Benoit. Uh, and it got two and a half beers. Um, and next was China versus Ivory for the women's championship. Yeah, before that, I I had a uh, there was a backstage segment. There's a, there there was a lot of those, and I didn't take any notes on them. And I was hoping that you did. I remember what well, happened. Like... I didn't take a shit ton of notes. Uh, so this one that I'm talking about was like Trips was with uh, Stephanie backstage. We start getting the idea of that Trish is super pissed. Or sorry, Steph is super pissed at at Trish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Drew Carey comes over and he's like, "Hey, you're really pretty." Blah blah blah. Like, I'm uh really interested in the the girls here in the WWF locker room. And uh, Steph's like, "Oh, if you are, then you should you should go and talk to Trish Stratus." And like later in the night, he goes and talks to Trish, and he's like. Hey, so like you're really pretty, and like I want you to come to my live pay per view on Saturday. And <laughs> just like I was like, that. Drew Carey was so fucking creepy. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, oh. so weird. <laughs> there was also another one where he was sitting backstage, and uh, one of the producers like gave him some ring gear. He's like, "Here's your ring gear for the night, Mister Carey," and he's like, "Oh, thanks." And then Kane walks by, and he's like, "Oh, look at this guy." what what's with the mask <laughs> <laughs> obviously like the, this is like a very it's a very famous rumble spot uh and things like that so like it it's just like i i knew what was gonna happen i've seen this rumble multiple times but it's still it's just hilarious yeah um all right china versus ivory women's championship um not much to talk about here. Uh, I am a big fan of the pyro bazooka that China comes out with. Yeah, I think she's been doing that the last couple. She has used. She has been, but I I couldn't remember if I talked about it or not, so I wanted to make sure I did again, or for the first time, which whichever one of those is the truth. Um, but I personally I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to this, and then all of a sudden, like we did come into this match knowing that China was coming back from a quote unquote neck injury. Uh, or surgery or something like that and then in this match she went for that like back handspring like backsplash into the corner and yeah she went for the when she was like upside down doing the handspring like one of her arms gave out and like was supposed to i guess land on her head or whatever i did look it up because i was like oh shit like that's fucked up it is a work uh, but yeah, 
But we are getting towards the end of China's WWF run, right? I'm pretty sure. I, I'm pretty she's sure. A, she's, a, she's about to know Sean Waltman in a different way. Hmm. No, that's like she knows. She, I, think, I think we've talked about this before. It's 2004. Okay. Yeah. I mean, she she's she's recently been in Playboy, and where we where we are in the uh, retros right now. I think not for uh, the first time. Also. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, I don't think that she like obviously she knows X Pac here, but she really knows Sean Waltman at some time around. Mm-hmm. Apparently, 2004. I think that's when it is. It's either that or O2, which is very soon. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the that basically stopped the match, and Ivory retained. Uh, Great yeah. match. And match got, of the night? Probably, yeah. Got a half a beer, so I would say yes. <laughs> no, this wasn't good. No, no. Didn't really have the chance to be. But what? it was women's wrestling in the early 2000s in the, in the attitude era i mean what do you expect yo so i saw i've been seeing something on twitter recently mm-hmm. that i don't agree with Ooh. so i think it started with uh payback when Rhea wore ring gear that paid homage to china because obviously china was the first badass woman in wwe yeah i think she's done that before payback though uh, this, this one, it was like pretty identical to ring gear that China used to wear. Okay. Uh, and you know, there were comparison photos and stuff like that. So I've been seeing Rhea get like a bunch of hate on Twitter for trying to be China and like people being like, you'll never be her blah, blah, blah. Rhea first off up the fucking floor with China. Yeah. Rhea is the first Rhea Ripley. She is her own character. Her character is nothing like china if she pays homage to her it's because she sees her as a fucking inspiration in the late 90s or early 2000s for doing something about the crisis that was women's wrestling yeah for for paving the way she sees her in a respectful way yeah so like i I mean do do we do this when like i mean sasha banks has paid tribute to razor ramon right because that's apparently her razor or Oh, fucking Scott, uh, Hall. Scott Hall, because apparently, oh, no, no, sorry. I don't know why I said Razor. Uh, that was probably after he died. Uh, but she, she, her favorite wrestler of all time is Eddie. apparently Eddie, Eddie Guerrero. So everyone pays tribute to Eddie Guerrero uh, to include Rey Mysterio, all those people. And we never, we never go after women for paying or women or men paying homage to male wrestlers. But you see a badass woman like Rhea Ripley, and we're like, "Oh, yeah, she's trying to rip off, uh, rip off China, but she'll never be China." No, yeah, she's like paying nobody, homage. Nobody she's paying gives- respect to the people that came before her. Exactly. You know, nobody, nobody gives Brian Danielson shit for using a crossface as a finisher because it was Benoit's finisher. <laughs> but just in, it's it's one of those double standards that like because good woman woman's wrestling is still a new thing. And obviously, like women hate women, and like men, men like still, still are just fucking close minded and shit like that. Yeah, like, like they 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 try and they try and draw comparisons, and just are shitty. They're really fucking shitty just because she's a badass, you know. Shitty Which, to each other. They eat their we, own. We, it's yeah, 
I mean, you're seeing a, I mean, I don't like Soraya very much, but you're seeing it a bunch with Soraya right now, you know? Yeah. Uh, oh gosh. Yeah. But yeah, so, so so like Rhea Ripley is the first character that I remember that is like Rhea Ripley, and oh, yeah. if she and if she pays homage to great women that have come before her, then she's just giving her respect. It's not her trying to be them or replace them. Like, shut up. Oh, all right. Let's. I agree, though. Let's. Uh, let's get to the <laughs> match. The next match. It is Triple H versus Kurt Angle. So we're back on track here with the good matches. Yes. Um, I have a question because I don't remember. It was so long ago that we watched Armageddon 2000. But Triple H has his Motorhead theme music. Is this the first time we're seeing this? I was thinking that when I heard it. Because I'm pretty sure like we've only heard my time before then. I didn't Not only heard my heard time, it. but I didn't. Yeah, I didn't think we had heard the Motorhead music before yet, but I don't think so. I think this is the first time we've heard it. Yeah, uh, like like you said, uh, when we started talking about this match, uh, back on track, good matches. This match was awesome. Yeah, even with all the antics. Yeah. Uh, ooh. Um, I will say. No, there's not a lot to say. So let's just get let's just go through the match. The match starts off. With them, them just beating the shit out of each other, pretty and then slow. obviously, what's that? Pretty slow, but like good. pretty, pretty, pretty slow, but yeah, exactly. Uh, and then I think Trish is the first person to come out. Uh, yeah, and that fight. No, Trish, yeah, so Trish accompanied Kurt to the ring. We got a. Oh yeah, ring. yeah. It was a. Cat and then fight she and she then came out. She she tries to interfere and grab uh Hunter's ankle or something like that. And that's when Stephanie comes out and grabs her right before she actually interferes with the match. And then there was a cat fight and Vince McMahon came out and, and tried to keep them apart. And it was, it was, it was fun. You know, it was stupid, but fun. It, like my note for this, it was like, it was like cat fight. And then Vince tries to break it up. Oh, and then he actually does. Eventually he just like carried Trish to the back. And yeah, but then Stephanie still fucking tackles Vince and her back up on the ramp. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is this is a time, this is the storyline that goes on for a little bit uh, where Vince McMahon is cheating on Linda with Trish. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's been going on for at, at least since Armageddon 2000 or Survivor Series 2000. Maybe where... Stephanie found out between these pay-per-views then? I have no idea, but the it's all coming to a head at WrestleMania at one of the best moments in WWF history. Maybe not in history. Still. You're not one of the best Still. in history, but a very memorable moment. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> best in history. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a question coming out of this match. Ooh, okay. Um, watching Kurt Angle do a moonsault, Joe. Who has a prettier moonsault? Kurt Angle or, <laughs> or Tiffany Brock Lesnar? Or Tiffany's Epiphanies? Uh, so Tiffany's is fun because she does the, the jumps up the rope, the jump up the rope, but Kurt's looked really good. Kurt has uh, I thought, had a beautiful moonsault. I thought you were going to ask Kurt Angle or Brock Lesnar. Well, but... Lesnar's was a shooting star press and he, oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Different direction. Also, it was, I mean, yeah, jokingly that would have been funny, but it was really bad. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> but I've seen video of him doing it in, in, uh, OV dub. 
Yeah. And he actually he actually did a very nice shooting star press. Oh. That one just didn't go well. Speaking of that, Dewey told me there is a uh, Netflix documentary out. Um, it's a wrestling documentary that's like similar to uh, like Dark the, Side. The F, no, it's like similar to like F1's Drive to Survive that Netflix has. But it's about wrestling and it's about OVW, like current OVW that Al Snow like manages. Oh, I'm very interested to watch it. I forgot all it's about. It's called that. wrestler. It's called wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. I am. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. But it's just current. It's just current OVW. It's, current. it's not I, like I read about it. I haven't watched it yet. Honestly, we use my in-laws Netflix account, and it uh, Netflix uh, is finally like cracking down on uh, password sharing. So I might have to. Get yeah, my that's true. Soon, which is very unfortunate. But yeah. Um. Uh, this match, let's see. This match, Hebner. Uh, let's a lot, lot of Hebner stuff. There was a low blow right in front of him that he missed. Then there was two ref bumps, kind of like back to back. Like he got bumped outside of the ring, and then he got smushed between the stairs. Poor, poor Hebner. Uh, and during all that, Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out to basically cost Triple H the match. Uh, because apparently. A couple weeks prior to this, Triple H had cost Stone Cold Steve Austin in a match that he had for the WWF Championship. So that was kind of the reason there why that happened. Um, so Austin cost Triple H the match and Kurt Angle retains. Yep. Uh, but very good match. It was like your classic, like everything breaks down and there's this interference and crazy shit happening in the WWF. And uh, it got four beers. Yep. Four beers. And then Joseph, we get to it. The Royal Rumble match. Is this the greatest Royal Rumble of all time? Uh it could be. I can't I, like I can't think of one better than this. I wish that I would have watched this live knowing like well, I, I shouldn't say knowing what I know now, but like knowing what I know now about wrestling, like as in general, and not knowing who won, you know. Because I want to, I, I would like to know how much I would have enjoyed it live with like, were the rumors leading up to it that Austin was going to like, spoiler alert, Stone Cold Steve Austin won. You know, if you don't know that by now, then uh, you, then you've never watched WrestleMania 17. Yeah. And <laughs> win, lucky number 27, blah, blah, blah. But, um, like, was it a big surprise that he won? Like, I don't know. Because I wasn't yeah. watching, I didn't watch this live. I, I've watched it many times since then, but like I don't know what the rumors were leading up to this match, anything like that. I like I think like the whole watching it live experience has a lot to do with what makes something maybe not the best of all time, but like one of your favorites. Like this is one of yeah. my favorite rumbles, and the first time I watched it, I already knew who won and I, it was still a ton of fun to watch. And now on the, I don't know how many times I've watched it since then, let's call it like third, fourth or fifth time I've watched it. It's still a lot of fun to watch. I love this match. Yeah. The only, the only rumble I can compare it to of like greatest rumbles of all time is like, you remember that one that had 50 men in Saudi Arabia? Uh-huh. He's not serious guys. I'm not serious. I was going to say 2018, 
uh, where you had the, the final six. It was like the old guard versus the new guard in the ring. It was like Mysterio, Cena, and Orton, and then Reigns, Nakamura, who he was new to WWE, but it was those two and somebody else that I can't remember. That um, wasn't the year that that Nia Jax was in it, was it? Where Randy Orton yeah. hit Nia, Nia Jax yeah, was, with an RKO was, and everybody hit their finishers on Nia Jax? I think that was 2019. Okay. But, but Randy Orton was like Final Four in that one then, too. Yeah, because she came out 30th. Yeah. It's... Yeah, I think 2018 is up there as one of the best. Who won that one? Was that Shinsuke? Shinsuke. Yeah, okay. Uh, oh. Kind of him and Roman, I think. That was the one I don't remember the end of. That's the one where I cut my foot. Oh, that's right. That w- Yeah. Oh, Joseph. Well, we'll get... That's we'll the one get- where I felt I woke up the next morning, even though we were six hours behind. <laughs> Either we'll get to that retro uh, here in however many years it takes us to get there, or the show will be done because of how much pay-per-views cost. We'll, we'll just have to wait and see. I've never gone back and watched the end of that that Royal Rumble. So that, that New Guard thing, I was trying to think, what the who, who was it? I don't know who the third person was. It was Reigns, Nakamura, and somebody. I don't remember, obviously. I was so fucking blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, was that the that was the champagne day, right? Or mimosa? Was it? No, it couldn't have been because mimosa mimosa day was in the morning, and that time watch the we, show. Uh, no, uh, that mimosa time was we, we watched. It, we all we were all at that uh, place overnight, so we watched it the next morning, and got super drunk, all passed out at my house, and then went and got marged that night. Oh man, what a what a day! What a night that was! What a what what a, what a time to be alive! Gosh, you took the words right out of my mouth. Um, do you want to talk about this Royal Rumble? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got thirteen beers. Yeah, we have a new record. Yeah, I was. I forgot until I was watching this that there was all the hardcore shit from like pe- person like seven through fifteen. Yeah. And that that's really what did it. Yeah. Uh, just an insane amount of beers. I, I just kind of thought about it. I was like, imagine drinking 13 beers in an hour. That's like, what I told Bria. I Like when, when she got home today, I was like, yo, I'm only halfway through this match right now, but I've been watching it for 30 minutes and I would be fucked up at seven beers right now if I were to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> If I like, were to drink to it, rather. Just insane. And, I mean, it's just why we don't play the drinking game as much anymore. Because shit's, it's, we're getting too old for to do the drinking game. The drinking game is for 21, 22, 23-year-olds, you know? The people we used You're to. You're 24. <laughs> you were older than that, though. If I played it till I was 24, you were at least 25. Yes. Five years ago, I could chug some beers um i have a quote from this match let me see what it was here real quick because i just see a big jr here in my notes um oh it was during the drew carey and kane stuff and jr's talking about kane and he's like kane's a carnivore and drew carey's just a big old pork chop 
<laughs> I got a I got a quote from the portion of the match where Perry and Terry walked in. Oh, and yeah. uh, and King's like, oh, oh, Terry's here with uh, with with what's his name, Perry? Perry Saturn. With Perry Saturn, and uh, I know it's cold in here, but it's. He said, "I know it's cold in New Orleans, but." It's a little nipply right now. Yeah. <laughs> I was I like, hearing, uh, I hearing that. And I was like, ah, I'll save that. I, I don't think I was like, I don't think I'm going to write it down. But yeah, I, I figured one of you guys would. Um, and luckily you did. Yeah. <laughs> Never forget. God, I love this match. Um, let's see. I mean, there's just so many notes like the hardcore stuff pretty much ends once the rock comes in. And then, like, he's still in there. When, like, the one of the trash cans just had, like, this was, like, one of the craziest parts about the hardcore part was one of the trash cans that somebody got from outside of the ring just had a bunch of trash in it. Like, it was being used as a legitimate trash can, but it was under the ring. It had, yeah. like, it had, like, a plant in there with, like, a bunch of soil. <laughs> it was just, like, yeah, it was stupid. what are we doing? Um, yeah. It, the hardcore part really picked up when... uh Fucking a, a schema stick guy came in. Oh, uh, yeah. What's that? Yeah. With his sticks. And then everybody, yeah. And he also apparently brought some nunchucks in because people were using his sticks. People were using his fucking nunchucks. And it ended up being a very highly rated match. Yeah. Um, I just don't Yeah. Like so, some of the other highlights of this match, uh, there was the part where the Rock gets thrown through the table and the Rock is out for a very, very long time. Yeah, uh, who, who throws him through? Was it Taz? Big Show because he was he was. So oh, it was Big Show. Yeah. Yes, the the, the Rock. Oh, because that 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 was that uh, yeah, and that was uh, which is very surprising. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was a continuation on the feud from last year where Rock won, but Big Show was like, my feet didn't hit the, or your feet hit the floor or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That was a continuation from that where it's like, they're still pissed at each other. They're, they're still pissed. Yes. Um, and yeah, Big Show puts him through the table, which lets Rock get a, a good amount of time just to, just to cool down. Uh, there was a spot where Stone Cold Steve Austin was entering and Triple H goes to pay him back and he just fucking destroys him up on the ramp, pulls him yeah. back further on the ramp and then the, the commentary team's like, oh, there's no way Stone Cold can can get back in this now. And obviously he does get back in it. Uh, um, and, he, and, he, and he wins. I was, thinking uh, I was thinking about this when I was watching it, the final four. I was like, I would have never predicted this final four. I, I probably would have nailed three of them but the final i never would have put billy gunn in there austin, <laughs> rock, austin rock kane and oh the one billy gunn <laughs> uh yeah when i was watching it i didn't remember the final four so i was like oh it's going to be the four most memorable names from this era right before the ruthless aggression era obviously yeah. uh no someone that's 2004 else, someone else we're still another there was another big star that made a undertaker Oh, Undertaker, Taker. Taker made it pretty far, yeah. Uh, and then he just got thrown o- over when the camera wasn't even pointed directly at him. Yeah. Uh, 
and I was like, oh, okay, because they were doing that whole like, are the brothers of destruction? Are they are, are they on the same page? And then they ended up being on the same page and not fighting each other. And uh, then Undertaker gets thrown out, and it's like that wasn't even the main thing going on. And I was like, oh, okay, but Kane, that's who I thought the final four was going to be. Kane Kane did pretty well in this match. He eliminated quite a bit of people. I was I was it, thinking it, it probably some sort of record, but I don't I don't know. It was a record till 2016. Uh oh gosh, I don't know. It's no, I don't think that's when he broke it. I think it's 17 or 18. No, 16 was Batista. So no, six, Roman no? Roman broke his record and still Roman broke it. his record. Yes, that's true. Technically, but the, I think it got broken by Strowman in the greatest Royal Rumble, if you count. Yeah, but that doesn't fucking count. That's that's not that's not canon. Yeah, I think that's the record still. Yeah, I th- Roman, I Roman, Roman, Roman broke his record. Oh, no, Roman's was uh, in 14, I think. 14. Oh, I, saw, I was close. Yeah, when he got second to Batista. Yeah. Oh, so I was right. It was the Batista one. Yeah, yeah. That's what made me remember it. Yeah. Got it. Uh, which is funny because that was this like Kane came in second in this one and uh Roman came in second in that one. Yeah. But yeah. That was uh that was Batista's last title run, right? Batista's That was the year that Roman Reigns put the title up uh no, that was in 16. the Royal Rumble. That was sixteen, two years after that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thirteen beers for this. New record, number one overall match of all time in the, you know, since we started the show. Oh, right. 14. Okay. I remember 14 now. 14 ended up being a pretty big moment for uh... Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Because Brian yeah. won the match and they all thought he was going to be at number 30, but it was Rey Mysterio and he got the shit boot out of him. Yeah. Uh, all right. Because he had just killed someone, right? <laughs> Was that around the time that Rey Mysterio killed someone? I don't know when that was, honestly. I don't think I think it was a long time ago, honestly. I don't think so. I think it was I think it was early 2010s. Well, while you look that up, this got 13 beers. It was it's the number one match overall in our beer ratings. And Royal Rumble 2001 finishes with 22 total beers, and it is tied for 29th overall for pay-per-views um joe's gonna keep looking this up and we're gonna take a break and come back Fuck yeah. with, with the weekly recap uh all right let's get into smackdown actually weekly recap joe uh anything you didn't watch i did not watch nxt or uh AEW. i had a hell of a week like any AEW? I didn't watch any AEW. Okay. I was out I was out Saturday. I didn't watch anything Sunday. I did I don't remember what I did on Sunday. I did something on Sunday. Monday was raw. Tuesday we went to a concert. Wednesday I watched the pay-per-view. And then today I finished the pay-per-view. Got it. All right. Well, so I watched SmackDown and Raw basically. <laughs> let's, start with, let's start with SmackDown. Uh what do you want to talk about there? Um Let's see if I can remember anything from SmackDown. Uh, can you can you start? You jog because, your memory. Yeah, jog my memory. All right. Um, there was a women's tag team match: Charlotte and Shotzi versus Bailey and EO. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. 
Jimmy Uso just is back in the bloodline. Um, Theory and Waller as a tag team. LA Knight versus Theory. Um, Judgment Day versus the Brawling Brutes. Her Business 2.0 in the Judgment Day. And then Styles, Styles and Jimmy Uso. I'm remembering now. Okay. What would you like to start with? Let's talk uh let's talk bottom bottom of things we're actually gonna talk about. Let's talk about Shotzi and Charlotte and Charlotte apparently being a face. Yeah, I was really scared when I watched this because I was like, oh my god, Charlotte Flair is going to be facing EO Sky for the women's championship and she's just gonna beat her and the money in the bank means nothing. Um no. We're getting Eosky versus Asuka at some point. I don't know if it's going to be at Fastlane in a few weeks or if it's going to be at Survivor Series. But regardless, I am very excited for that match. I have a feeling that it's going to end in some, some with some something uh, that some some shit's going to go down and it's not going to be a clean pin because it's their first match. And I just have a feeling that the feud's going to go a while. Yeah. But regardless, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I I agree with you there. Um I'm re- like Oscar's Oscar's character is kind of crushing it for me right now. Very excited about Oscar. Yeah. Um and obviously Oscar versus Io is kind of a dream match for some. Yes. I would agree. have have we seen it one on one before? I don't think Not so. WWE. I think they've wrestled before a lot in Japan. Okay. But I yeah, I mean, Eo's right- relatively young, so I wasn't sure if they were ever in Japan at the same time. Yeah, I would say right now, like the Japanese stars are crushing it right now. Out of those two, and Shinsuke, Shinsuke, yeah, Shinsuke's crushing it for sure. Yeah, uh, it's like Eo's thirty three, and Asuka is. I'm gonna say forty one. Forty one, nailed it. Nice, dude. Let's go. Nailed it. Fucking crushed it, dude. Okay. Um, let's talk about uh what do we want to talk about? Jimmy Uso. The fuck is going on there? He's just back in the bloodline. This makes no sense. The bloodline storyline is being is is just stupid. It's stupid. Not liking it right now. Yeah, with uh Jimmy apparently back in the bloodline, and I don't know. I don't mind Jay's stuff. I don't mind the split anymore. At first, I thought yeah. it was stupid, but I don't mind it as much because now they're on separate brands. But like Jimmy just being okay with going back into the bloodline after everything that happens, it just makes no sense at all. No, it it, it would be like unless and they would never be like unless he's gonna like fight them from within again. But like, why would yeah? They... I think it's I think Heyman and Heyman's up to some shenanigans, and he's not actually back in. But like, Jimmy's just too stupid to realize it. Yeah, just giving us the thought that he's back in the bloodline is stupid and it makes no sense. Yeah, it would it would be like if uh if like Darby Allen forgave someone who attacked his boy Nick Wayne. You were gonna bring like, up something. Like that, <laughs> I knew that, that that's how something that actually happened and act as if it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that shit's dumb too. It's yeah, just- I, I- I think that it's go like the the bloodline, the Jimmy Uso stuff might become good when we realize that we were duped by either Jimmy or Paul or in Raymond. Yeah, or I Roman, think we're going to realize we duped by Paul Heyman 
when and then it'll become like the whole thing will have been good. Yeah, I personally, if if that's the route they're gonna go, Roman will come then back. You'll, then you'll eat earwords. No, 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 no. Like if that's the route they're gonna go, here's how you make it good. Um, Roman eventually has to come back, probably just November, December time. Well, he'll have to come back in November, probably for survival. He'll be back before then, right? Like I'm thinking, like after Fast Lane is when he'll be back, just to kind of like be there. But he won't have like a feud or anything. I'm 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 thinking, but like he will, you know, put Jimmy through some tough times, just some trials and tribulations to like get back in the bloodline. Yeah. What will essentially happen is he will abuse Jimmy. uh, Verbally, emotionally, physically, whatever. And that's Um, that's going to that's going to be really hard on his little brother, Solo Sokoa, who will then turn on. Well, Jimmy will have to ha- have a match with Roman. Then Solo will turn on Roman, and we'll probably get Solo versus Roman uh, before Mania, maybe like Rumble time frame, uh, just in time for Cody versus Roman too. Yeah, I'm still wondering how we're going to... Like, we're going to get to Jimmy versus uh, Jay at Mania. Yeah, I think so. And, and like, maybe this... like. Jimmy has to be a heel for that. He wasn't a heel when he initially attacked Jay, which for some reason, like, yeah, he obviously was, but right. then he was like, I did it because I love you, blah, blah, blah. I don't give a shit, whatever the fuck. So maybe he does stay with the bloodline for a while and like Jimmy and Jay still fucking hate each other. I don't fucking know. I like personally, like it, if it ends up with singles matches for the Usos and solo against Roman, like we've already seen Jay get two of them. So yeah. Jimmy needs one and Solo needs one. And then we need to get to the Mania match where Roman finally loses to Cody Rhodes. Finally loses and I can be there to see it. But who knows? Yeah. Who knows? We're only in the fourth inning, apparently. So Yeah. And just like <laughs> hopefully these innings, they're like the outs happen a lot faster. Yeah, it'll be like twenty twenty three. The games are only two hours long. Yeah. Uh, um yeah, the only other thing I had for SmackDown that I really gave a shit about. Oh, actually, two things. Um, I don't think we mentioned this last week, but now that Finn Balor has won the tag titles, he is Grand Slam Finn, and he's going by Grand Slam Finn now. Uh, which I'm, I kind of like it. Yeah, I, I also recently saw that. Uh, I think it's if. Braun wins the it was either the US or the Intercontinental Championship. I don't remember which one he had. I think he had the the Intercontinental Championship. I saw that if Braun wins the US title, then he's a Grand Slam champ. Well, <laughs> that will just diminish the value of being a Grand Slam champion. But I mean there at this point we have so many Grand Slam champs like is it already diminished? No, I don't think so because you have to look at the caliber of people who are Grand Slam champions and they're bona fide Hall of Famers or already yeah. are. But Strowman is yeah. just not that. Yeah, I agree with you on that. He is not. <laughs> so, uh, but Finn, Finn deserves it. Yeah. Even if, even if one of his title reigns was only a day. And it's like the main one, it was the main title. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the only other thing I had was uh, Hurt Business 2.0 and Judgment Day kind of had a face-off on SmackDown this week. 
Uh, I can't remember if we talked about that specific thing last week, if it was, but like needing factions to step up in the absence of the bloodline. I mean, they're technically still around, but like they're barely around and doing their own thing. Uh, Judgment Day has obviously taken a huge step forward and they've been awesome despite sub being in that group. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hurt Business 2.0 and them facing off, if that's going to happen, I am all in for that. Yeah. I agree with you. Uh, who do you think is the woman in her business 2.0? I mean, do you think it's Bianca? Do you think anybody, it's Jade? If it's anyone, it should be Bianca, but Jade would be, oh man, that would be interesting. I would like that a yeah. lot. That would be pretty good. Does it make us racist to say only African-American women? No, because that's how the hurt business started was that's elevating like what black talent. Is. I think, yeah, I think because that's what the group is, that that's what makes sense. Yeah. I, I like to make sure. And I think, I, and I think that's fine. Like, I, I think it is too. I'm just I'm <laughs> thinking of like people, the three listeners being like, man, why, why wouldn't they say like, uh, why, why aren't they saying like Bailey or, uh, Zoe Stark? It's like, it doesn't, it doesn't fit. All right. It doesn't <laughs> fit. The shoe don't fit. All right. Yeah, it's like you wouldn't have a a very white guy join a Samoan faction. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh man! Have a white guy of Syrian descent or Syri- or whatever. It, like I think it's a religion thing or something. Or it, he might is he also is he Syrian of Syrian descent also? He's Syrian. Yes. Okay. He uh, he has a campaign called Sammy for Syria. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, you wouldn't have that guy join us <laughs> that was that you know that was one of that the, was gr- that was great storytelling that doesn't work in a group like the hurt business 2.0 right um okay M- moving on i think that's all i have for <laughs> unless you had something i i will I'll, I'll go over the big points of collision um thank you <clears throat> Uh, Moxley's doing Moxley is opening up the show now instead of Orange Cassidy and is defending the international championship. He did that on Dynamite as well, but Collision he faced Action Andretti. That was all right. Uh, Collision is when Jade Cargill returned. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. I think she's got a maybe a match against Statlander soon. I'm not sure. I think she already had it. I, I saw a Twitter post that said Jade hugged uh, hugged no, Chris they, Statlander after their match. They did not have a match on Dynamite. Oh, it's at Grand. I think it might be a Grand Slam. Oh, so it was already recorded. No, okay. Grand Slam is live next week. I think they already had their match, dude. I think it's on Rampage tomorrow. That would be a waste of a match. You might be right. Unless I her con. No, I I saw a Twitter post that that made it seem like. They were in a match already. It was it was them hugging in the middle of the ring after a match. So interesting. Either way, I was really excited that Jade was back, and then the news came out this week that she's going to WWE, and then I got less excited, and then I was like, "Oh wait, she'll be really good in WWE, so she'll be fine." Um, she's a WWE wrestler. Yeah, Jade uh, Cargill. Oh, Lana. Mm-hmm. Lana came out to talk to Miro and say that she's back to uh manage she's back to manage but she's not there to manage miro um that was pretty much all of that um 
We had the semifinals for the tournament to who's going to face MJF. Uh, Roderick Strong and Samoa Joe advanced to the finals, and they fought on Dynamite. Spoiler alert, Samoa Joe won. Yeah. So I was pretty much spot on with Roddy losing in the finals. Uh, I will say this one thing. The the kingdom wears these shirts because because of Roddy's neck brace and stuff. They have these shirts that say neck strong. <laughs> I re- <laughs> I thought it was really funny. Um, OK. And then dream match for Wrestle Dream got made. The October AEW pay-per-view. Uh, Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah. That's going to be like, that's a dream match for a lot of people. And it's going to be in Seattle. Um, Danielson will probably win because it's in, actually. No one wins in their hometown no except wins. everybody. Um, Every Everyone wins in their hometown. I agree to disagree. Um, spoiler alert for tomorrow, but if you're listening, then it happened two days ago, so it's not a big deal. Uh, Chris beats Jade in the middle of the ring. Uh, they share a handshake and then a hug. Okay. I just yeah, saw a I video for it. I'm sure that Jade's going to leave. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, for it. I hope she goes to the main roster, but she probably won't. I also I would think hate to see her. I would hate to see her like compete against like Lash Legend or something like that. Or The only know. good match she could have on NXT right now is Stratton. Yeah, Tiffany. It's Epiphany. Oh, Ro- Roxy. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I think a lot of women on on Lyra Valkyrie is all right. I but I think they're all better than Jada as a wrestler. But she's just a presence and a super. She's a superstar in the making. She's a, she's a presence and a character. Um, but I think the women that we've mentioned so far are better wrestlers than Jade. Personally, I think the eventual feud between her and Tiffany Stratton, whether it's on NXT or the main roster, because oh yeah, because they're kind of the same character. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm actually really excited for that. Um, all right, that's pretty much it for Collision. Uh, Raw, Joseph. I was you, there. You were there. What did you think? Give it. Give me the rundown. Um. So, it was obviously a lot of fun. Actually, to be there at a lot. I have one question about your experience. Yeah about your experience um you texted me on monday night and you said chad is really drunk um, yeah i probably said that because chad was really drunk care, care to explain just like what 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 did no, what, i don't chad do anything bad was he a bad person no it was <laughs> uh i'd rather talk about it at the end of the show okay. or at the end of raw uh because there was a uh there was a very funny thing that happened outside of the venue. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's get to it after all. Let's talk about we're all. Okay. Walk me through it. What, what were your thoughts on the show? Um, My thoughts on the show is it was a fun show. Um, I mean, obviously, there were some stinkers. Like, we had a Miz and Akira Tozawa match that I didn't even see live. I, I, I was... Uh, I was getting popcorn during this. Nice. Um, Always a and, and we pulled it up on like me and the other people on, on the line were watching it on my phone screen because it wasn't one of those venues that have like screens in the, in the lobby area. Yeah. So uh, I pulled it up on my phone 
on Hulu, uh, Hulu Live, and we were watching it on the line for popcorn. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, but then, you know, the Jay and Kevin stuff, that was exciting, especially because like you look away for a second and all you see is Jay so kicking Kevin Owens in the face. Uh, I guess we should go back to the beginning. Jay Uso opened up the show. Kevin Owens came out and said, "Like I still don't trust you." Uh, and then was it? It was Judgment Day, right? Yeah, yeah. Judgment Day comes out and basically says neither of you should be opening up the show because this is our show. And then they challenge them to a match. Uh, and in the match, Kevin Owens gets kicked in the face by Jay Uso, but we, we're pretty sure it was an accident. It looked like an accident. Also, it, it looked like an accident, but like I might have looked away for like a fucking second, and then I was like, "Oh my god, did Jay just turn on on Kevin?" And it was <laughs> like, "No, no, that's not what happened. It was an accident." Did uh, you? Uh, did you? Did he get in the corner that was facing you and do the like the crowd thing? Oh yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I was going like this with one hand because my a beer was in my other hand. Perfect. I love that for you. Um, but yes, yeah, so so that was fun. Um, I mean, it's a three-hour show. What, what, like, I couldn't possibly forget everything else. Um, Gunther celebration. The Gunther celebration. I didn't really care about the the celebration. I mean, obviously, it's a big fucking deal. Like, Gunther is just beat a how many year old record over thirty, something like that. Yeah. Um. The match itself was was more fun. The match that came after that, uh, because I'm pretty sure after that match that we're going to get Gunther versus Tommaso. Oh, at Fastlane. Yeah, potentially at Fastlane. So that that match, like the Alpha Academy, interrupted the the celebration ceremony for Gunther becoming the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion of all time. Um, and then we got a three on three match of the the Imperium versus Alpha Academy and Tommaso Ciampa. And I think the only reason you would ever pair Tommaso Ciampa with those two is if Tommaso Ciampa is going to go and challenge for the Intercontinental Championship. And I think that can be an incredible match. Yeah, I mean, and that makes... really puts Tommaso on the, on the map, on the main roster. That, that makes a lot of sense. My biggest thing from this was Chad Gable swearing that he will eventually challenge Gunther again someday. So like he's not he's he's in the back of the line he's going to challenge him again someday, and I think that's when we start the my like um my fantasy booking of the Gable Gunther saga. It's just taking a little longer than I thought it would. I thought he would beat him yeah. after, after he broke the record, but um, so I think may I I really hope they have a match at Mania honestly, like that yeah. could be fucking good. Um, Gable beats him there. Or something, and then Gable starts his almost record-breaking reign when somebody beats him, and then by then Gunther's got the world title, and then he goes to challenge Gunther for the world title at the following WrestleMania or something. It's, yeah. It makes a lot of sense. It's it's almost it's, I mean, it's the perfect script. Yeah. In my um. I, yeah, no, I think it makes sense if he's always the underdog that beats Gunther. Like, that's that's good storytelling. Yeah. And for as long as you want, you know? Yeah. It's perfect. Um, Talk about uh, Chelsea Green versus Shayna Baszler. 
Uh, I think it looks like we have is uh, Zoe Stark being friends with Shayna Baszler now. Yeah, they're they're going to be a tag team. I didn't know that. Was that a thing on last week's Raw? Because I they, they, sh- they shook hands after after Shayna beat Zoe. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. I was very confused when I saw that this week, and I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> um, also, sub interrupting Cody Cody Rhodes, like, oh yeah, uh, and he brought JD McDonough out there with him. Like, I I just really hope we're not getting another sub versus Cody Rhodes match because that would, I mean, not like it was terrible, but also like I don't care about sub, and he belongs on NXT level up, like. I don't know. Yeah. Slightly annoying things. Yeah. Um Nakamura, Cody Rhodes, though. Nakamura also having beef with Ricochet now. I also have no idea where this came from. I think it's old. It's it's old. They feuded over the summer before Shinsuke's official he- heel turn. It was okay. like money in the bank time frame. That makes sense. I saw this uh projected match card for Fastlane and it was a triple threat Rollins versus Nakamura versus Ricochet. I'm whoa. I'm in for that. I don't know why Ricochet deserves a title match, but sure. <laughs> Ricochet's really good. He is really good and it would be a lot of fun to have him in the match, but storyline wise, why does he deserve a title shot? Other than, other than like the guy that is number one or was number one contender beat him up. So now all of a sudden he's thrust into that match. I I think not. I don't know. Um, you want to get to the best part, the main event? Main event match. The match was good till the end. Matt, the match was fun. Yeah. What about the end? Uh, so, so at the end of the match, uh, it's like ten fifty eight at night, and we're like, "All right, we know who's going to win. Let's start making our way to the top of the stairs, so uh-huh. that when this match ends, we uh, we can uh." We can say it. So we're walking up the stairs backwards and in the in the side of the the audience where uh, where we're sitting, a mystery opponent, I guess, starts walking in like not so not from the ramp or anything like that. It's from the side, like right from right from where we are sitting. And I'm like, who the fuck is? Boo! Fuck you! <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm like Chad. Chad, look, it's Nia Jax down there. Fuck her. <laughs> uh, don't worry, I Ubered. Well, like we all Ubered there. Uh, so it's it's not a big deal that we're drunk and screaming about how bad that like Nia Jax is before she even sees. And then and then the rest of the audience starts ke- like keying in on like who's down there. And I don't think I heard any cheers. And then like seconds later is when she attacked and you would have seen her on TV. Yeah. Um, But like, I was like, fuck that bitch. We fucking hate her. She was never any good. Like screaming in the audience, like oh. on the stairs. And then like she attacks Rhea too. And so I start, I started chant that, that caught on of you still suck. And then like, I turn around and some guys like, no, she doesn't. And I was like, yeah, yeah, she does. Um, there was all this, all these rumors that she was working out with, uh, I forget who, but like somebody that's good at wrestling and she had lost a bunch of weight and she looks exactly the same. And she's probably the same, uh, proficiency at wrestling and she's still going to suck. Yeah. 
Um, back. I don't want her back. And because she's, she's a big dominant heel that could potentially be a threat to Rhea Ripley. I not, think that's what Raquel Rodriguez is, except swap. Yeah. Face. Uh, no. Um, but Nia Jax sucks. Like, again, the only reason they, they brought her back, I think, is because they need some big dominant more heel than Rhea to come in and uh, be a be a threat. Hopefully it ends if it ends up with Rhea Ripley losing the title and the Nigel Jack Nia Jax. I will be very upset and consider not watching wrestling that next week. Just for that next week. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously I'm a pussy and I'll always go back, but <laughs> I'll be very I'm upset. That's what I'm afraid of. If the pay-per-views become expensive. Yeah. Uh, being a huge pussy and just still buying them. Oh, I'm not going to, I don't, I can't, I don't make enough money for, for that. I make enough money to do that, but then no, no, but but after that, it's like I've got nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, could I afford to buy it every month? Yeah, but it would take away from other things I like to do. Yeah, so fuck that drinking. I, yeah, I mean, so so here's the thing: if this podcast starts making money, then sure, like we'll have to buy them. That won't happen. No, never. Not in a million years. Maybe a million and one, but but we won't live that long. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but Nia Jax is back. I'm not happy about it, and my buddy Chad was certainly not happy about it when he yelled while exiting the venue and outside of the venue saying, oh man, why the fuck did they bring her back? Nia Jax sucks. Just screaming outside of the venue. Like, very, very upset about the return. It was very funny. <laughs> Any other antics of his? No, I mean, no, I mean, he, he, he was just tired. He wanted to go to sleep. God, what a bitch. Which we all did. It was past 11 o'clock. That's past all of our bedtimes. Let's admit it. That's, yeah, typically when I go to sleep. Uh, yeah, eleven o'clock is my late time being awake. Like I just stayed up. When I go to sleep. I just stayed up late. If I if I'm up, if I'm not in bed with my ass closed by eleven. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, even if I am, I stayed up late. Actually, ten okay. o'clock's my ten o'clock's my goal time. Nine o'clock is my fuck yeah time. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> do you have anything else for Raw? I. I don't I don't have anything else. No. Um the show other than Nijax. I may or may not have bought something stupid or awesome. Air share. Uh so Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Apparent Cody Rhodes apparently signs about 40 replicas of his weightlifting belts for each uh raw. Uh-huh. And I may have a Cody Rhodes replica weight weightlifting belt with his signature on it. I have to ask you how much you spent on that. Ah, don't, don't worry about it. It, it was more. It was more than a hundred dollars. Over under two hundred dollars. What's that? Over under two hundred dollars. Over under, probably right around. Okay. <laughs> hey, there yeah. were beers consumed. That it was stupid. I'm. 
I'm not going to judge you because I've made plenty of stupid purchases before. I bought a brand new microphone and, and headphones this week and the receipt got <laughs> by my mother-in-law. So I just have these now. Uh, and it turns out that those aren't the things that were broken. It's this stupid fucking adapter. Yeah. So yeah, I've been there. I've, I've bought plenty of stupid things. I like it. Where are you? What are you going to do with it? Are you going to display it? I should probably frame it, right? I don't. Eh. You could wear it when you lift weights. I don't lift weights. I'm very oh. out of shape. Oh, I totally thought you did for some reason. Yeah, I guess it's just because of my incredible physique. But <laughs> under under all those those beach muscles, I'm very out of shape. Uh, yeah, I mean, framing it or putting it in like a shadow box or something. And that's like... what I was thinking is like a shadow box. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good idea. I, it's really cool. It'll look good in a man cave. Yeah. I have, I have an entire detached garage right now, which is going to be my workshop. So I'm not going to hang it there. Are but... you going to separate room for a man cave or are you going to make it your, your garage? My garage is going to be my man cave. So then are you going to put it in there? It seemed like you said it seemed like you just said you weren't going to put it in there. Yeah, but now I'm thinking about it again as if if like I can keep that the garage clean and like hang outable, then that's probably a pretty good place for it. But I'm also going to do work in there. Hang outable. Yeah. Hang outable. I'm thinking so I'm going to put a a fridge in there in the garage. Good idea. Um Your fridge. And, and I, I was just looking through the market at refrigerators and I saw one that was a kegerator and a refrigerator with a functioning freezer. And I was like, I could keep an eighth of a, an eighth keg or a sixth keg. What, which ones are the skinny ones? Uh, eight. Ha- I, think- I think it's an I think it's because a half keg is the normal keg that you see. Yeah, I think both of those are skinny. What? A ha- no, a, ha- a half keg, a half skinny. What's that? eighth and sixth are both skinny yeah well whatever it is um like if i if i were to get like a full-size fridge that would hold one of those that'd be pretty fucking dope to have in your garage and then you put a couch out there or something yeah make a little bar hangout spot mount a tv you is to buy an older fridge something that looks like it was made in the early 2000s possibly even the late 90s because they last forever yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like in your garage. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Um, let's get to Chad's three best things from NXT this week. Um, Chad's not here, so do you just want to talk about Becky Lynch winning the NXT championship? Because well, I want to talk I wanted to talk about that. I actually regret that I didn't watch this after and watch after it. seeing the results of this. What's that? You can watch it. You said I can watch it? Not watch it. Did you say you did watch it? No, I regret not watching it. Oh, I don't regret it. It, it looks like it's one of the better shows of the week. I did see the results. The opening match, the the tournament match between Dragonov and somebody. Uh got yeah, a- drag it was it was Dragonov and uh and Dragon and not Dragon Lee, Wesley. Wesley, yeah. Oh, number one contender match, not a tournament match. Yep. Um that got an A plus on Bleacher. I'm sure that was really good, obviously, because it got an A plus. But I mean, the big thing to talk about here is Becky Lynch won the NXT Women's Championship, and I do not like this. No, 
No, unless Stratton is getting called up like ASAP, this is dumb as fuck. The reason I, when, when I, di- I disagree with you, dude. The only reason she wins this title is because she's never won it, and it's just so that she can put it to to pad her resume. This is dumb as fuck. I think Tiffany looked like from the clips I've seen. I think this makes Tiffany look like a million bucks. She already did. Like I, well, no, I disagree. You didn't watch NXT every week. I was, I was making a joke about her looks. Oh, okay. You don't. I think this brings eyes to NXT because it was the highest rated NXT show in a very long time. I think it drew 1.1 million, which is insane for a, an NXT show. 1.1. I'm pretty sure it. I'm pretty sure like when Seth went down, it was like 900 thousand, and Becky like Becky's was 1.1. I'm pretty sure. Holy shit. So it brings a lot of eyes to NXT and a lot of those eyes are seeing Tiffany Stratton for the first fucking time. 927,000. Okay. So not quite 1.1 million, but still like over 200,000 more than it normally draws. Probably 300, like close to 300. I'm not sure what NXT, I think NXT normally draws around 800. It's no, it's usually like five or six. Okay. So think of all the eyes that are seeing this fresh talent on NXT for the first time because they wanted to see Becky. Well, and Becky's going to continue to be there now. So when they saw Ilya Dragunov for maybe maybe not the first time, but the second, third time, it's because Becky went there. When they saw Tiffany Stratton put on probably the best match of her career, it's because Becky went there. And they're going to continue to draw eyes because Becky Lynch is one, probably the most over woman superstar in WWE right now. This was the right move, not just for, not for Becky, but for everybody that's doing a good job on NXT. It made me want to watch. I didn't, but it made me want to watch. You're right. As it's the right move for NXT. It is, in my opinion, not the right move for Becky, Becky's career. I think it's stupid. Oh, I disagree. I like, I like, I, I said it last week. I think Becky needs to be away from the main title picture for now. She needs to be away from the only Raw, only SmackDown eyes. And she needs to return right around Mania, if not at Mania. And then she'll be relevant again. This is the right move for Becky. This is the right move for NXT. This was the right move for Tiffany. This was the right move. In my opinion. I just... uh, I'm going to stick on the, the train of like... My thought, the re like my thought of the only reason they gave her this title is because she's never won it and it's to pad her resume. That's one of the reasons, but I think if if that's even part of the reason why they gave her the title, that it's stupid. But I mean, I I think I made good points that you even agreed to. No, so I I think you you just you just don't want to change your mind. I agree with I agree with the points that you made about TV ratings and how. It, it's good for NXT and good for the brand. I just wish, I think it would have been like, like the eyes were going to watch whether she won or lost. So, yeah, but now they'll continue watching. People will still go to on Tuesday nights to watch Becky Lynch more not, than they were for Tiffany Stratton. And if she showed up this week and started a program with Tiffany Stratton. Exactly. No, no, no. Like, if she went down this week, didn't have a match, 
and started a program with her? Would it would the eyes not have been the same? I think they would have been relatively the same. Not no, I don't think so. I like maybe a maybe a hundred thousand more, but I don't think you would have gotten the people that were there to watch a match, a Becky Lynch match. Fair. Well, yeah. I guess I, and, and if this ends the same way that Dolph Ziggler's reign ended on like when he won the NXT championship, then so be it. Like Tiffany Stratton wins it back, and now Tiffany Stratton is the person that beat Becky Lynch for the NXT title. Do that. That's fine. I think she should, though. I think she should move up. I think so, too. She could definitely rematch, obviously, at whatever the next yeah. quote-unquote takeover is, but she should probably lose. Becky should just Becky should stay down there for a while, as I said she should a while ago. It's just I never thought she should win the title. I don't know. I think she's she's bringing eyes. And yeah, she, you got to think. I'm also coming at this from the perspective that I thought she should go down to NXT for at least a couple weeks now. Like, so it's just not how I thought it would go. This kind yeah. of, I'm not swaying on my opinions. All it's right, fine. Should Look, we get into AEW? Yeah, let's get into Dynamite. Um, I already talked about Mox. He's opening the shows like Cassidy did inter- international championship matches. Um, I did not write down who he faced. Uh, he faced BB. He faced Action Andretti on Saturday and Big Bill. Big Bill. He's yeah. going. He's going in alphabetical order. Oh yeah, I saw that meme this week. <laughs> I don't remember who was next though. If he went the next next time he wrestled, oh Colt Cabana. Oh yeah. There's so many wrestler names that are just like it's the same letter twice for first and last name. Dominic Dijakovic. Um, except he's on NXT. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Dirty Dom. Dirty Dom. You can only think of WWE people. Um, so yeah, there's, there's that. Uh Don Callis came out for a promo with Takeshita. Uh he like kind of bragged about like, you know, Takeshita is now the ace of AEW, and he talked about all the former aces of New Japan or the aces of new Japan. He didn't mention Tanahashi by name, but he talked about like what an ace is and said that Takeshita is the new ace of AEW because he beat Kenny Omega twice. Uh, and now they have declared that they're going to go after Kota Ibushi and they had another one of those paintings. And this time it was Kota Ibushi, like on his knees, like pleading, like, Oh, don't hurt me. And uh, like, yeah, Takeshita and Callis were like standing over him. And they ended the promo with Callis getting a, a a real screwdriver out and stabbing it through his face in the painting. So something's going to happen there. Um, I would assume Takeshi is probably going to beat Ibushi. I don't know what the blow off match is here, but this is where where Ibushi or Takeshi finally loses. To it's going to have to be to Kenny, but like, when does it happen? How do we get there? already beaten him twice like yeah leave it alone for a while oh it has to be they have to leave it alone for a while kenny's got to take some time i would assume so i maybe maybe full gear i mean that's still like a month and a half away so no i say like revolution that that would that would be what i would probably prefer but who knows um yeah i mean kenny kenny's got to take months off like from wrestling uh because he's old and hurt yeah He's just constantly so, not injured, but hurt. There's a difference. Yeah. 
Uh, they had a number one contender match, a fatal four-way match for the women's championship. Uh, Tony Storm won this. So Tony Storm is facing Soraya at Grand Slam. Uh, okay. So I will probably watch that. I mean, Grand Slam's like probably the biggest TV show of the year for them. It's going to be really good. I'm excited. Not winner is coming. No, no. Grand Slam for That's sure. That's their Arthur Ashe show. MJF versus Samoa Joe. I'm I'm in for that. There's some yeah. other things on it, but I don't remember what it. Oh, who uh, do you think's gonna win? What MJF versus Samoa Joe? Yeah, MJF. Everyone. Wins. I saw. I oh. saw a hot take that said MJF loses in his hometown because he his neck gets even more destroyed. Adam mean? Cole eventually. What's that? He loses in their hometown. Some people lose in their hometown. Uh. Yeah, so MJF loses in his hometown against Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe becomes the AEW champion. Uh, Adam Cole, or MJF goes away because of his hurt neck. Uh, and Adam Cole eventually wins the title off Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, or sorry, Adam Cole, like MJF comes back right in time for the bidding war of 2024. And Adam Cole like doesn't give MJF the same respect. His new best friend doesn't give him the same respect by granting him a, a title match. Oh, so he has to like earn it. Well, yeah, basically. Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. And, I think that's good booking, but that means we won't see it in AEW. Kind of makes sense too, because <laughs> we had the finals in that tournament and Samoa Joe beat Roderick strong and Roderick strong was laying in the ring, complaining about his neck. And Adam Cole was there with the kingdom. Just kind of like being like, Oh man, are you okay? Like, and then Adam Cole went back up the ramp and Samoa Joe choked Adam Cole out. Yeah. Samoa Joe saying, I'm going to take everything from you. That'd be a good, that'd be good booking. Oh man. That like, I could see that happening. I'm still going to pick MJF, but yeah, me too. We're not making, not luckily we don't have to predict it. Yeah. I, if, if we had to go into my head, I would pick MJF. Yeah. Because obviously we're still going to get the real world chance. We're going to get CM Punk versus MJF, which you were very passionate about. I was passionate about that match. Yeah, but that was going to happen, to be yeah. fair. Oh, yeah. They're not happening anymore. Um, another <laughs> happening next week. Uh, already, Chris Jericho versus Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Lasex gods. Think they this hate each other now don't hate each other it's kind of a respect thing but they did talk a lot of shit to each other about what they're going to do to each other next week but like jericho was like talking about how he's going to beat the shit out of guevara saying that to his face but then jericho was like and i expect you to do the same to me yeah like it's kind of a respect thing like it's it's that sort of thing like yeah jericho saying guevara's not ready for this and guevara being like i didn't I didn't come here to be your sidekick the whole time. So I think if it's going to go the way that it's, it's not obviously nothing's ever going to go the exact way that we predict, but if we're going to try and stay as close to the fantasy booking of Jericho's retirement as possible next week has to be the injury angle where Guevara gets quote unquote injured and is out for a while while the baby comes and he can take some paternal paternity leave and yeah jericho injures him next week and then they do a match next year yeah that that's with no with no respect yeah yeah with zero respect 
exactly. Yeah. Um, that's it. Another another quick thing. We're getting Swerve versus Hangman at Wrestle Dream. So I think it's just that and Danielson versus Zack Saber Jr. so far. But that shaping up to be a decent card. Um, yeah. And then uh, MJF did the Steiner math promo this week for Samoa Joe. Yeah, I, got, I, I still got to watch that. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was pretty spot on, honestly. And uh, Leslie was sitting there watching it with me. Um, yeah. She's like, that's not how math works. Pretty funny. Um, oh, my God. I completely forgot for the Royal Rumble 2001. I watched the pay-per-view over two different days. Like, I watched the first three matches, and then the next day I watched the last two matches. And Leslie only watched 30 seconds of this entire show. And it was the number one and two entrance of the Royal Rumble 2001. Number one was Jeff Hardy. And there's this there's this running theme of when Leslie sits down to watch retros now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sitting there, the right to censor music hits. She, no shit, sits down as Jeff Hardy is finishing his entrance music. And then Bull Buchanan comes out and the right to censor music hits. And she's like, what the fuck? Why does this always happen? And she immediately gets up and goes to the bedroom and starts reading her book. It was so, <laughs> so fucking funny. Um, so uh, I think that's it for this week. Um, next week, I'm not going to be here. Are you guys going to do a retro? No, nah, not without you. We'll just do a we'll just do a weekly recap. I mean, you can if you want. I'm going to watch it. Nah, it's fine. Okay. So next week, it's Joe and Chad weekly recap. Maybe you guys can think of something else to talk about. Yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 just talk, we'll just talk about how good of a friend you are or something like that. Sure. I'm sure that that's what those are the words that will be uttered. <laughs> definitely, definitely recap some of the, oh, the riddle stuff. You definitely have to have Chad talk about the riddle stuff that we talked about in the intro. Yeah, we'll try. Um, but yeah. So that's next week. Probably be a short show, but who knows? Chad will be there. So maybe it'll be <laughs> something in this. Who knows? Uh, as always, you can follow us on social media at DDT WrestlePod. For the drunk dudes, Dylan and Joe. We'll catch you on down the road. <laughs>